Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Review, the review review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing. As it's September, I'm doing Serial September, my look at serial killer movies. This week is Dahmer. Much like last week, I haven't seen this movie. Also, much like last week, it was from the same studio, so I don't hold out much hope of the using the bloody well truth. This is very loosely based on the life and crimes of Jeffrey Dahmer, one of America's most notorious serial killers. The oldest son of two of Joyce and Lionel Dahmer. His mother suffered from baby blues, also an undiagnosed mental disorder, so young Jeffrey was often left alone. His father spent time away from home to work on his university studies. He was a chemist, I think. At a very young age, Dahmer had interest in dead animals. In fact, his father, thinking nothing of it, showed young Dahmer how to preserve bones by boiling them in various liquids. When Dahmer was six, his mother gave birth to his younger brother, and by the time Dahmer was in high school, He'd act out the fool and be drinking hard. He called it his, quote, medicine. Medicine, even. He also thought of killing a male jogger he'd see running while on the school bus to school. When he hit 16, he planned to knock out said jogger with a baseball bat and listen to his heartbeat before raping him. At 18, after graduation, Dammer killed his first victim, Stephen Hicks, a hitchhiker he promised weed and beer. If he went home with him after the beer and wheat had been uh, finished, Hicks wanted to leave, but Dahmer hit him over the head with a dumbbell and then strangled him to death. Once he'd finished with the body, uh, he'd used it for his own sexual frustrations. <clears throat> he then cut up the body, smashing the bones into small pieces and flushing them down the toilet. He then smashed the skull in the woods with a sledgehammer and scattered them around the backwoods of his house. That was in 1978. His parents divorced and his mother took his younger brother, leaving Dahmer all alone as his father ran off with his new fiancée. Six weeks later, he enrolled into college. However, due to his heavy drinking, he was thrown out. In 1979, his father enrolled him in the army, but he was, sorry, he was a field medic. However, due to his heavy drinking, he was discharged in 1981. In fact, there's a rumour going around that he sexually abused several of the army cadets, but moving on. Discharged from the army, he moved to Florida, where he worked at a delicatessen counter. He lived in a hotel, however, most of his wages went to his, his drinking habits, so he was kicked out for no payment of the bills. In late 81, he was sent by his father to live with his grandmother. She tried to get him off the booze, and get him a job, also send him to church to get away from his sinful ways. However, in 1982, while drunk, he was arrested for indecent exposure for flashing women and children at the state fair. By 1985, he started cruising gay bars to pick up his victims. He drugged them using sleeping pills and then molested their unconscious bodies. He was caught when one of his victims OD'd and he was barred from a few gay bars. In 1987, he picked up his second victim, Stephen Toomey, who he drugged and raped, and then, according to Dahmer, killed him in a drunken stupor. 
He woke up next morning to find a beaten dead body, so he put the body in a suitcase, returned to his grandmother's house in the back of a taxi, and proceeded to slice up the body in the basement. By the time he was caught in 1991, he had killed 15 other men, going as far as eating some, turning some into sex zombies, by drilling a hole in their head and pouring in various liquids such as boiling acid, boiling water and boiling oil, and keeping trophies of their skulls, genitals and muscles and hearts and such, it was kind of weird. He was sentenced to 941 years in prison, however, in 1994, a male prisoner killed him in the jail toilets. So that was a very brief look at Jeffrey Dahmer and his life. Let's see what Hallway can do to this thing then. With this $250,000 budget, this thing pulled in $144,000. Starring Jeremy Rayner and Bruce Davison. Directed by David Jacobson. The plot, this is a story very loosely based on the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. Everything from rape, murder, cannibalism and necrophiliaism also down to kidnap. So after logos of companies I have never heard of before pop up, there's a disclaimer, quote, these events are fictionalised and even though Jeffrey Dahmer killed 17 men between 1978 and 1991, this movie is made up, unquote. Why the fuck not use the truth? Yes, change the victims' names and don't make up shit to suit your god-awful fucking story. Why not just use the fucking truth? This guy killed 17 men. Why make up this bullshit fucking story? After one minute of black, boring titles, does the movie open up in a chocolate factory as chocolate is being poured? And note, one of Dahmer's many jobs was working in a chocolate factory before his arrest. Apparently there was a, a skull of one of his victims in his locker found along with his genitalia. Anyway, as machines make chocolate bars and other chocolate goodies, a Patsy Klein song is played? Why? Finally, after a minute and a half of this, do we meet 30-something-year-old Jeffrey Dahmer, played by Jeremy Rayner. And note, he plays every version of Dahmer in this movie, even 18-year-olds, for crying out loud. He's told by his boss to show the new guy the ropes. They're making chocolate Santa Clauses for reasons. Once the shift is over, Dahmer is shown walking home with a six-pack of beer, and once finished, he dresses, took out on the hunt. He picks up Hamtoy, I think that's pronounced his name, played by Dion Basco. He tries to buy him a pair of trainers or sneakers, then gets him home with him to take photographs of him. I'm guessing it's supposed to be the 14 year old male prostitute he picked up and killed. Anyway, he takes him home, drugs him with sleeping pills, and then takes pictures of him, and then strips him naked and kills him. He then drills a hole in his skull to make him into a sex slave zombie. Days later, he wakes up next to a body. Wait, that drilling in the head didn't kill him? Okay then. So this victim is 14-year-old boy Dahmer picked up in May 1991. He woke up next to the dead body of a victim. I think it's supposed to be a male model, I think he was. Anyway, because this movie doesn't tell you the fucking victim's names. Everything is all made up for this piece of shit movie. He runs out of the house only to be helped by three prostitutes, three female prostitutes, until cops come and Dahmer said he was his 19-year-old boyfriend and they just had a huge fight, hence why he was out of it and he was bruised up to high heavens. Because apparently he was, quote, drunk, even though he was drilled in the head. And had acid poured into it or something like that. So, moving on. 
The cops believe him and let him go with him back to the house where Dahmer injected more acid into his brain and therefore killing him stone dead. Apparently Dahmer had a habit of doing this to try to keep the, the bodies long. The longest one lasted a day and a half I think it was, but ultimately they were all dead. Anyway, if the cops did their job, they would find out Dahmer was a registered sex offender instead of seeing two gay guys and just turning the other way. Homophobia at its fucking finest. Disgraceful. These cops should have been fired and sued. Anyway, according to Dahmer's dad, he was born with a silver tongue and could talk his way out of absolutely anything. But this piece of shit movie. Dahmer strangles his victim once the cops leave. Then his grandmother calls him to get rid of a crow. Here we meet Grandma Dahmer, played by Kate Williamson. According to the director, this is a nod to the Telltale Hearts. Why? It's a raven. Therefore, that should be the raven, not a fucking Telltale Heart, which was the heart under the floorboards, for crying out loud. But moving on, Dahmer catches the bud and locks it in a chest. What the fuck, movie? Cut a flashback. One of many, many, many flashbacks to younger Dahmer, still played by Jim Renner, as I said. As his father, played by Bruce Davison, tells him he has no choice but to stay with his grandmother. They then have a fight over the fact that the grandmother found a dummy in the closet. And note, Dahmer used this dummy as a sex aid and would must be over the dummy frequently. Back to this movie, Dahmer tells his father he stole the dummy as a prank and he would return it if his father uh, doesn't stop demanding stuff. His father says, no, you'll take it back to the shop before we go to church. I mean, gripping stuff here, I know. I mean, my God. Also in the closet, his father finds a box which is locked. Inside is the head of one of his victims. And note, I think this is supposed to be the head of Stephen Toomey, the man he killed in a hotel room and then carried in a suitcase to his grandmother's house, where two weeks later, he cut up the body into pieces and boiled the head. However, after several weeks, he disposed of the head by smashing with a sledgehammer. Back to this movie. Dahmer and his father fight over whatever is inside the box, with Dahmer refusing to open it. And this fucking drags! Get the fuck on with it! Finally, after two minutes of boring fighting, Dahmer throws his father and grandmother out of the, out of the room, saying it had sex porn stuff inside of it. So he opens the head, so it opens the box, removes the head, putting it in a chest of drawers, and then opens the door to show his father the box empty. Except it's not empty. Inside is a ring that his father wanted. Who the fuck cares? Get on with this fucking thing! Back to now, well, 1981, with Dahmer buying a hunting knife. Here he picks up a new victim, Rodney, played by Artel Great. And note... I think, since this movie is fast and loose of the facts, he's supposed to be Ricky Beaks, a male prostitute slash model that Dahmer killed in his usual way. However, once he cut the head off, he cleaned it and spray painted it and kept it in his bedroom. Along with his genitalia. I mean... Also in the gun store, he picks up Carlos, played by Stephen Bakemore. In this, he's Rodney's cousin. Again, this movie is fast enough with the facts, so I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Dahmer invites both of her to smoke weed and drink beers. However, Carlos says no, and cut to them walking to a gay bar. 
Oh, by the way, I should say, Dahmer's ultimate plan was to kill about 20 men and have their heads at a shrine with two full skeletons of his victims and have a shrine of their heads on a mantelpiece sort of thing with a dark black curtain and a light around it so he could sit and masturbate over the skulls. Karen, moving on. Like I said, why make up bullshit when you can actually use the fucking truth, which is stranger than fucking fiction? Anyway, like back to this piece of shit movie. Weirdly, it shows a younger, more nerdy Dahmer, still played by Jim Marina, going in on the hunt. What the fuck movie? He picks up some random muscle skinhead, takes him to a dark room after giving him a spiked drink, and then rapes him. It then shows him doing this thing time and time again to dozens of other men. And note, I think this is supposed to be 1984, 85. If so, this is the time when Dahmer would go into certain gay bars and drug and rape men time and time again until one of them OD'd. If this is so, then he raped 12 men doing this. But back to this movie. Uh, what is with the red lighting in almost every fucking scene Dahmer is in? Also, what's with the strobe editing? This is giving me a fucking headache. I mean, there's a person where he's raping the men and all you see is strobe effect editing and it's like, the fuck? Oh god, he's caught trying to spike a beer, so he's beaten up by the bouncers and thrown out and then barred. Flashback is over, back to 1991. Dahmer heads inside to find Rodney, who follows him out and then follows him home. With Dahmer in the toilet, Rodney steals money from Dahmer. Dahmer then comes out of the toilet with the drink in hand and, well, you know the rest. Wait, there's another goddamn motherfucking flashback to younger Dahmer with his dad moving out, leaving it all alone. Cut to a drunken Dahmer going apeshit on a tree with a metal baseball bat in the woods behind the house. The fuck movie? Another flash forward to 1991 and Rodney's death. Nope, Rodney takes Dahmer, so they talks Dahmer into getting another goddamn fucking flashback. This time to God knows when as it's young Jeffrey just before his mother leaves, so I'm guessing it's 1979 or 78. His mother leaves him some money, so when he leaves, she, sorry, when she leaves, he gets himself a drink and then it fades into a party? What the fuck, movie? He then leaves the party at night just to walk alone. Why? Back to 1991, Rodney is still yapping on about some neighbour he fucked years earlier. Yawn, can't we get the fuck on with this thing already? Another goddamn fucking flashback to young Dahmer driving around town on the hunt. God knows when this is supposed to be. He picks up a hitchhiker, Lance Bell put by Matt Newton. He takes him home to smoke weed. And note, this is supposed to be his first victim, Stephen Hicks, so this must be 1978 then. Once home, they smoke weed and get drunk, and then Lance wants to leave, but Dahmer kills him. Wait, no, it's back to 1991, and Rodney's death. Dahmer has a skeleton out on display for reasons, so Rodney dances with it. The two then dance until Dahmer slaps him in handcuffs. Back to 1998, another, 1978 rather, another goddamn fucking flashback as Lance is stoned, eating directly out of a jar of peanut butter. This disgusts Dahmer. Seconds later, they're wrestling on the floor. Who the fuck wrote this shit? 
back to 1991, Damon is looking at photos he took of Rodney as he's passed out on a chair. He then comes to, so Dammer pins him on a sofa, tries to choke him to death. Rodney pulls out the hunting knife and he just runs out the door. Back to 1979, Lance is getting more and more stoned, so Dammer talks into giving him a blowjob. It doesn't work. He then calls him a rebel and tries again to have sex with him. Seconds later, Dammer strikes him over the head with the dumbbell. Wait, 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 I forgot. They go back. Hold on, I've lost what the fuck's going here. This movie is so fucking confusing. Dahmer tries to put the young Lance into a sleeper hold and tries to knock him out. He then gets a dumbbell and smacks him over the head. He then listens to him die and then rapes the dead body. No time for a hour. It's back to 1991 and it jumps back to Katami's death. Again, what's with this fucking red lighting? Dammer starts to have sex with the body, but Rodney knocks on the door. He wants a place to sleep. He also demands Dammer remove the handcuffs, which he does as seconds later he tells him he wants to kill something. Red flag there, get the fuck out of there, mate. Nope, they two discuss how to kill someone again. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Back to 78, and Dammer cutting up Lance's body. On the kitchen floor. No time for that, however. It's back to 1991 and Dahmer trying to talk Rodney into killing someone. This did not fucking happen. He drugged them, killed them, stripped them, posed them at weird sexual angles, and take photographs of them, of them and then have sex with the body and then cut up the bodies, starting with the head. He then kept the head as a trophy, getting rid of the rest, not fucking talking them into trying to kill somebody. He is not fucking. Manson! <sighs> crying out loud. Anywho, back to this piece of shit. Rodney breaks down and cries as he tells him he he tells uh, Dahmer he loves him because he's tall, strong and handsome. The fuck? Back to 78 with Dahmer playing with Lance's body pieces. He places them in black bags and heads to the dump. He gets pulled over by a cop, but he smoothly talks me out of it, saying he has trouble sleeping, as he has to head to the dump to dump lawn cuttings at midnight. Who the f Oh my god. He heads back home to place the body in the crawl space. Careful that, mate. That's Gacy's fucking thing, not yours. He then gets drunk and cries himself to sleep. Back to 1991, Rodney asks Dahmer if he loves him. Dahmer tells him he's a killer, but Rodney doesn't want to listen, demanding Dahmer tell him he loves him. Who the fuck wrote this crap? If somebody told say to you, I'm a killer, would you sit there and go, but I love you, love me back? No! God almighty. Rodney then starts to strip. He heads to the bedroom, so Dahmer stops him and tries to choke him with a belt. Dahmer stops and lets him leave. What the fuck? Who wrote this garbage? Back to 1978, days after Lance's death. His father comes to see him at the house and it and indeed his son is in a state as Dahmer is passed out drunk with booze bottles all over, his, over the place and the other room is a complete fucking state. He questions him as why he called him the night before plus where his mother is. It cuts forward again to 1991 as 
Rodney smashes Dammer's window with a rock and then just runs off. Back to 1978, Dammer's dad drives him to get help for his drinking. He goes to an AA meeting. As back to 1991, Dammer cuts up Kate's body with a hunting knife playing with the insides. Flash back to 78, Dammer runs away from the AA meeting to the woods where he walks deep into the woods. Pops a disclaimer saying Jeffrey Dahmer died in jail in 1994 and hands up an inmate as credits mercifully fucking roll. So that was Dahmer, much like last week's. If I didn't know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, I still wouldn't. Nothing is correct. No dates, no crimes, no victims, nothing. Now, I understand changing the victims' names, but nothing in this piece of shit movie happened. This fucker drags. The only thing they got right was the name Jeffrey Dahmer. What is with the fucking choppy ass editing? What is with the red lights? What is with the constant time hops over the bloody place? This is boring and slow and this has absolutely nothing to do with Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. My god. They only see two of his crimes. One where he drills into somebody's head and one where he cuts somebody else up. What about all the other victims? I mean, oh my god. This is boring, dull and completely untrue. Much like last week, this gets a minus 10 out of 10. Still, come back this week as I look at Monster starring Charlize Theron as Eileen War... Warrows, I think I pronounced her name. Then Zodiac to wrap up the month. October is Tremors, November is Nick Cage month, and December is Christmas Horrors yet again. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Email me movie suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror podcasts of The Omen, Psycho, House, Aliens, and more. Also my solo podcast of The Thing, Christine. Blade and many, many more. A uh, bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Now I have to watch Copycat, a much better movie about serial killers. Bye.